Hi everyone, it's Sam, NFT Statistics. I'm here with your Proof Daily NFT Countdown, my third live one. I'm here at the Foundry, which is the Proof venue uh, where we host a lot of different events and the Grails event is gonna be here tomorrow. It is just a beautiful venue. They've done such a good job getting it decked out. I'm probably on the less awesome side. The other side is better, but either way, this is just a, a great place to be. So I'm really pumped about that. A lot to talk about with this D-Gods news today. Also, Utes moving to ETH and a couple more things. Someone's sending eight million dollars to the burn address what is going on there we'll talk about all of this let's start off with a quick market overview volumes up again you know again this is nothing to get too pumped about but we're up from a very very slow weekend so nice to see that i suppose about 70 percent market share for blur which is kind of what i'd say is the steady state market share for blur about 70 percent in terms of the large cap index basically flat had some strength in Milady, which is completely on fire. I will show a couple charts uh, for Milady. And then the weakness was in D-Gods. It says down 4%, but that's because it only caught a little bit of the weakness. It's gotten a little bit worse since then. Uh, and we'll, of course, dive deep into that. Mid-cap index, basically flat. Opepin addition up 13%, then some weakness in fluff. Let's dive into that Milady chart. And I really don't, I don't know what's driving. I don't know if there's a catalyst here. I think this is just a project that right now has the momentum. It's a little bit of kind of like the... It's a little bit, I mean, one, it's a crypto PFP, one, it's a bit of a anti-establishment PFP. And right now there's not a whole lot good going on within the establishment in NFTs, at least, you know, prices keep going down and ladies keep going up. So it seems to be kind of the trend of the week. Uh, very cool price went from about 0. 0.3 to 0. 0.5 e so congrats to people who are involved there let's uh, take a quick look here at art projects not a whole lot of volume there has been a little you know i run these in the morning and there has been a little bit of volume since then a couple more big scrummy chromy squiggle sales there was a fidenza sale actually for 60 63 eth which i did not catch on here uh we'll talk about those tomorrow at our next show but in the meantime let's have a quick look at what sales i did catch first of all this pipe here sold for 25 weeth definitely the low end of the pipe range for what we've seen from those a very our piece for 5.3 ETH. Love to see that. We also had a Life in West America. I mean, Life in West America went a good three weeks uh, without having any sales. And we've had three just in the past few days. This one was someone selling into the bid on OpenSea for 3.9 ETH. And then a Memories of Chi Lin for 3.65 ETH. Life in West America now is just a three ETH bid, 4.5 ETH floor. So right there uh, to keep track of. Let's uh, move on here. Let's talk about the big news. D-God season three and more. It wasn't just season three they came out with. Also, a little bit more news. So let's uh, dive in right there. The first piece of news they dropped, the one that they dropped at 333. You know, they said they were going to drop at 333. We thought it would be the D-God's news. It was, it was this Utes news instead, though. They said that Utes is going to be migrating to Ethereum. They're going to return the entire grant money that they got from Polygon. We all know that Polygon and them did a deal where Utes got something, you know, a few million dollars. Uh, to spend uh, as part of their move to, to Polygon. And I think this is kind of classic Frank, that he would give that back and, and try to make everyone whole. And the migration date will be announced shortly. My quick thoughts here, one, I just think mainly, and I've seen this working at a lot of companies, is that good leaders identify when you have something that's not working and you change it. You know, And I think that for him, I think he was just like, this isn't the best option. I'm personally a Ute holder, and I still find it a little difficult to go to Polygon a little confusing, just a couple more steps than I want to do for that position. Uh, so I think he's just kind of realizing that this basically just makes things a little harder. Nice for them to move on. And I think it's very nice for them to return the funds. So that's kind of the extent of what I'd say there. Interestingly, the price actually reacted a little negatively. At first, you had a little bit of a pump where you had some trades up at like 2, 2.1 ETH. 
it rose a bit. And since then, you know, price has gone down to about 1.65. Someone asked me if I was surprised about that. And I'd basically say I am never surprised when prices go down after announcements. Nothing surprised me. That's just such a trend that we have so consistently. Let's get into the big news here, though. The, the D-Gods Season 3 launched. And the big thing, and, and Frank told us this, the big thing was that they were refreshing the art. Here's a look at what that art looks like. Let's dive a little bit more into it. Four generations of art. So they started with something that felt very cartoony. They turned it into something that was a little bit beaten down, rugged, had a lot of knives coming out of people's heads. Now they're kind of going something that's a little bit back to cartoony, just a little bit cleaner. Uh, and they're also, of course, adding the females. You know me, I got a female PFP. I think that's awesome. So cool to see that. I think, you know, it, I think it is kind of fun how you have four different options for the art now. Uh, and, and I do think a lot of those traits were a little bit rugged. Here they're saying we are getting rid of some of the bad traits. I know within the community, there are a lot of traits that people just really, really did not like. Like for me, what stands out is so many of the traits had knives or bottles or swords that are coming out of your head. Think about a knife in my head, it kind of took a lot of the traits basically out of possibility for me. And I think that a lot of what they're trying to do was remove that. Also adding females. And I think this is gonna be fun to see like how each parallel female looks. So we'll see how this goes. Here are eight different PFPs with their season two as well as season three. You can uh, come back to the slide. The slides are in the notes. You can always come back to that if you wanna see what they look like. My basic thoughts on this. One is I, I kind of, you know, Frank is so big on the importance of your PFP. So if he sees a kind of something that's wrong with the collection, it does seem like he want, wants to fix it. I personally like this idea of having a few. You know, if I, I don't own a D-Gods, if I do own a D-Gods, I do kind of want to see what, what a bunch of them look like. And I don't know, I kind of I like the whole idea. The thing is you have to spend 800 dust at first and the price is going to go down over time. Okay, so you're not going to get your season three, your female right out of the gate. Uh, you know, you have to get, spend 333 dust in order to get it. They say the price is going to go down, but there is an advantage to doing it early, uh, which one of the lines that they said in there. The other thing I think, and, I, and we saw this a little bit with the elementals, is it takes a lot of work to rebuild all the art for a new collection. And here, starting a female collection entirely from scratch. But the result, to everyone else on the outside, the result neither shocks nor awes. It doesn't like, it feels very similar to the prior one. People, people are, don't, don't feel all that impressed. And I think what you have here, and I, we saw it a little bit with Elementals, is a team that thinks they're doing something that's gonna be amazing. And then a public that says, wait, this doesn't really move the needle that much. And I think you have a little bit of that there. I say here, I personally like the female traits, but again, I don't think this is something that's gonna lead to immediate new buyers, but hopefully you know, for holders, this is something that works over time see how that all plays out. They also announced that there's something called Points Parlor. And everybody who's an insider, people who really seem to have worked with D-Gods, who know them, are the ones who are saying, this is what's going to be huge. This is the big announcement that's coming. We don't know what that is quite yet. Uh, they said they're going to be telling us more today. So we'll see how, uh, how that actually plays out. Here they say a Points Parlor instruction manual. Uh, and the, you know, they've signaled through it, though, that they're going to be partnerships with Kraken and partnerships with Mintify. They talked about earning a Tesla through D-God. So some big kind of partnerships, some big some kind of prizes you can win. Goal, of course, to connect Web3 with Web2 brands. I think that's always been one of the goals for Frank. And I say here, as I said earlier, multiple insiders suggesting that there's a lot here to be excited for. What's kind of the end conclusion? I think these are all nice announcements. I don't think anyone felt like blown away in the way that it had been built up a little bit by the rumors, sell the news 
you know, at least in terms of prices, seems to be such a consistent trend right now. A few exceptions, like when, Pet, when, when Pudgy Penguins launched twice on Amazon, that was kind of a buy the rumor, buy the news event. Uh, there have been a couple, but by and large, buy the rumor, sell the news seems to be the way the market is acting right now. And here you can see that chart, you know, kind of floor went from above nine to now I think we're at like 7.3, 7.4. So definitely seen a lot of weakness just as people were holding on and who knows, that's just kind of the way NFTs work. Third thing to talk about, DK launches on base. They launched an open edition. He did it with Cosmo de Medici. Here's the, the tweet from Cosmo announcing it, basically saying the secret is out. They're launching their first, er, their first ever NFT, the first ever artwork to go on base. They're launching it with Coinbase. It's happening right now as we speak. It's been out there for a couple hours. I thought this was kind of interesting. Cosmo saying, let's onboard our normie friends by sharing the mint or grabbing them a gift. So kind of putting this at a price point that people can afford. Here's DK talking about it. Here's the art, just a still of it. Basically using Cosmo's, Cosmo's PFP, his CryptoPunk in the at running around on the, uh, in front of the fed going to the top and planting a bitcoin flag up there really quite cool art the mint price was 0.01 eth uh and you have a 24-hour mint so there's about 20 hours left to mint this if you want to get this open edition cosmos also hinted at rewards for people who own a lot burning you know, kind of more of the gamification metrics and we'll see how that goes over time one of these quotes from coinbase i thought was pretty cool what are the odds of you being alive at the birth of a major art movement close to zero really kind of saying something huge about what we are all up to in this NFT movement. So far, you've had just in the ETH version, there's an ETH and a Bitcoin version. Just in the ETH version, you've already had 12,500 that have minted. That's just about $250,000 that has already been raised. And we're just a few hours into it. Every or the average holder has minted about two uh, or a little bit more than two. So cool to see that. We'll see how this plays out and how many, how many ultimately get minted. Feels like something that, that we're just going to see more and more momentum on all the way through these 24 hours. And then the fourth thing I want to talk about is that many NFTs and a lot of crypto were sent to the burn wallet. And this thing really doesn't make a whole lot of sense. First noticed it uh, from, uh, from a tweet from Dr. Jones, looked over at the CryptoPunks website, and you can see this punk was transferred to the web to the to the address OXDead00, which is a burn address. If you you know another thing, I looked at this punk. I said, "Is this something he's held for a long time?" And it's not. This buyer, this or this burner, had bought it on July 13th, less than a month ago. This person bought this thing for $105,000 and just sent it to the burn address. Then, if you dig a little bit more into that wallet, he also sent a couple bored apes, a couple mutant apes, a couple other deeds, a couple bored ape kennel clubs to this burn address. So someone who's just kind of doing some, something that almost feels ritualistic, it's extremely bizarre, also has sent a lot of crypto. There are estimates out there that more than $8 million, both of crypto as well as NFTs, have been sent to the burn wallet. If you dig a little bit into it, his, uh, his thingness, three, two, one. So, you know, who knows? I've heard different things like somewhat like, you know, some people have suggested that someone, uh, an ex-partner got mad, got the wallet and burned everything away. Some people said this person wants to kind of go off into the oblivion and, and is doing this kind of sacrifice. There's a lot of different theorizing going on, but a very bizarre thing. Also, that was kind of funny from, a, from, from there were a couple ENS addresses that were dropped into this wallet, uh, basically saying, consider sending them to my wallet instead and different things. So kind of a little bit of, a, of humor that went along with what's going on. But something that was so bizarre, I figured I'd talk about it on the show. And we'll kind of see if we get ideas over time over what this is actually all about uh, and if more NFTs get sent there. 
Last thing to talk about, let's talk about a couple notable sales and not a whole lot to talk about here just because I've already talked a whole lot today and uh, we have a busy day here. But starting off, a V1 Zombie CryptoPunk sold for 45 ETH. If you look at past V1 Zombies, you know, they're kind of a little bit similar in terms of lack of other big traits. They've been at 72, 69 ETH. So one at 45, certainly at the low end of the range for what we've seen for V1 Zombie CryptoPunks. At the same time, you know, a 45, 45 ETH sale in this market, never a surprise right now to see prices a little bit lower with grails lower as well as floor prices lower and then lastly one one of one to talk about this piece called friends and family by eth sale you know i couldn't find a whole lot about this artist uh on the web i couldn't find a whole lot but this piece is part of a broader set of what she calls uh, self-portraits uh and the other two have also sold for four and three eth uh so cool to see that uh i definitely want to dig more on this artist because i really uh, think her work is quite cool and she's taken a bunch of cool angles uh, at, at what she's trying to do here that is all from me today i hope you enjoyed the show give us a like tell us what you think in the comments subscribe to the channel and i'm Probably not going to be able to do a show tomorrow because we have the Grails event that I'm going to be hosting, which is in the morning tomorrow. If there's any chance that I can get all the work done, put it together, I definitely will. You know me. I always want to get the show in. Uh, but that is all from me. I hope you enjoyed it, and we'll talk to you soon.